displaying leadership and a very important job in business aviation. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news and information. When you think about it, many business aviation flight operations wouldn't get off the ground were it not for the schedulers and dispatchers who coordinate flights, dispatch aircraft, and assist crews in handling unexpected challenges during each trip. In 2008, NBAA created the Schedulers and Dispatchers Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award to recognize individuals who have shared their expertise, provided extraordinary service, and exhibited leadership in this important role. To delve deeper into the subject of leadership in S&D, I'm pleased to welcome Francia Bolden, Aviation Schedule and Dispatch Manager for Enterprise Holdings and the 2022 recipient of the S&D Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award. Also with us are the 2019 award winner, Kelly Rittenhouse, CAM and Director of Aviation for Hangar Aviation Management, and Lisa Swartzwelder, Director of Shuttle Operations and Flight Administration for L Brand Service Company and recipient of this award in 2018. Francia, first of all, congratulations on being selected by your peers for this year's award. Rob, thank you so much. And it's so important to recognize schedulers and dispatchers like this because some of them may not really consider themselves leaders, at least not in the same way as they might a flight operation manager or a chief pilot. Why is leadership so important to the S&D role? Leadership is extremely important because we are responsible for collecting and disseminating information amongst several groups, being the pilots, the FBOs, the passengers, the caterers, the ground transportation. We have to keep the pace of the process of scheduling a successful trip. We have to be proactive and not reactive. We have to make sure everybody has whatever they need at the time that they need it in order to do their part of planning a successful trip. So we are leaders. We're self-starters and we're proactive. Kelly, I've spoken with you and Lisa before about the importance of leadership in S&D, and I know it's a subject you take very seriously, too. Well, I like a couple of the things that Francia said. The being proactive, being willing to share, being willing to step in, take an action. I think often the schedulers do not realize their role and the importance of that role. They're, they're the keeper of the information and strong leaders share the information and share it well. And they are very persistent. And I've watched that happen over my career. Uh, Being persistent, being available, having a great attitude, being the calm one in the situation, very important for this role. Lisa, why is it important to you personally to recognize leadership and achievement in S&D? I just think about celebrating the nobility of the role and the beauty of human service. I think in a just culture, every role in flight operation, every team member is a leader you know, giving a hand up to others, being curious and celebrated in a just culture for being vulnerable and making mistakes. But we're engaged, we're active, we're making things happen. Dispatch is the communication hub of this vital asset we call flight operations and the first touch point of exceptional service to our trip planners and passengers. The conductor of trip planning is the initiator of our safety management systems. And that is what encompasses a leader. 
Those are all tasks that demand a commitment to a flight operations mission and attention to detail. What other qualities, Lisa, are important for schedulers and dispatchers to have in order to be effective leaders? I'll mirror what Kelly said about being calm in situations, innovative problem solver, having resilience, relentless thirst for knowledge, always learning, always diving in with the technicians, pilot, whomever, to learn more about them because we're servicing them. The more we know about our internal customer, the flight operations team members, and our external customers, our passengers, the better we are at serving their needs and creating that exceptional service. I think also very, very important is having and showing empathy and the passion to serve others. Francia, what leadership qualities are most important to you? Very much the same that Lisa just stated. We need to be knowledgeable. In order to be an effective leader, you need to know your job. You need to have an understanding of the people that you work with and what they do and what they need. I believe you also need to have integrity. People have to trust you and believe your word. And then we have to be effective communicators because, again, we are disseminating information. And you have to sometimes adjust that communication style. For example, if the pilots provide something to you in aviation terminology, we need to be able to explain that to our passengers so that they understand it. Kelly, your thoughts? One of the other qualities is humility. And that has been and play in the last few years more than ever. We started over in many ways and we needed to have the humility to say, I'm not sure, or we need to look into this further. So humility is important. Integrity, as Francia mentioned, also very important. And the ability to say, I'm wrong. And as Lisa mentioned, in a just culture, Often being first to admit and earliest to say, I made a mistake or an error, I think that says a lot about the individual, and that's the type of leadership we need in today's world. We'll have more of our conversation after this brief word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, are you getting recognized for your leadership? NBAA now offers certificates and other credentials in safety, sustainability, and more. Visit nbaa.org to apply today. We're back now with Francia Bolden, Lisa Schwartzwelder, and Kelly Rittenhouse, and our roundtable discussion about displaying leadership in the scheduler and dispatcher role. Kelly, before the break, you mentioned the importance of acknowledging when we make a mistake, or if we don't have all the answers. And certainly, we've all had our share of those experiences over the past 26 months in particular. Candidly, I feel like every day has been one of those opportunities, and some of the things I've learned are where I have failed and was able to say to my team, that was a lapse in customer service. Kelly didn't mean she, to say she was tired of something. She was simply tired. This has been a very long process, and I have had some good feedback from my team that I'm willing to admit limitations and helping our team respect their own fit for duty, their readiness to engage. And there are times where I've had to step in myself and take on a role that is not my primary role, but it served the customer and it served my team. I recently traveled with my team um, to be in the same time zone as they were for a very complex trip. And I asked them, 
where do you prefer to have me? Do you want me with you in your time zone and managing from that location? Or do you want me to remain in the States? And they asked me to come with them. And so I did. And I think the flexibility and the willingness to get in and roll up your sleeves, I think that's a sign of a great leader. Lisa, can you tell me about an experience you've had in being able to go above and beyond to display leadership in the industry? I think that first and foremost, the organization that I'm fortunate to work for not only encourages going above and beyond, but expects it. So I'm kind of in this ecosystem where we're driven to go above and beyond. And everyone is at the table sharing ideas, making mistakes. It doesn't matter what your title is. That's the kind of expectation and built into every job description per se. So I think that an area particularly is is taking the lead in something, looking for a gap, and whether that's the scheduler or dispatcher representing on the safety team or taking the lead on emergency response, the internship or mentoring program, a software review, an overview for the department, asking folks in the department, what's the enhancements that you need or what would you like to see with our software? Also, I'll throw out their human services response, making sure that we know how to take care of people in the event of and are practiced and have thoughtful plans focused on that. I think that's where I've taken the lead is in those areas that I just mentioned. And it's just having the initiative and the freedom, per se, from the organizational culture to go do it. What about you, Francia? Rob, how much time do we have? (laughs) Kidding. Seriously, you know, I was hired as a scheduler from day one with no aviation experience. So I believe my approach to the position, coming in, making sure I learned as much as I could, asking questions. My goal whenever I take on a new position is you will never have to show me how to do something more than two or three times. I literally have a notebook where I write down every process so that I can increase my skills, increase my knowledge. One example, very early in my career, we didn't have a chief pilot, so our director was responsible for assigning the crew. When I gained enough knowledge, I went to him and said, hey, would you like me to take this on? So I believe asking instead of waiting for something to be assigned to me, early on I showed my leadership ability. And then just throughout my career, my formal training and education, attending sessions, attending PDP and SPDP courses, becoming a CAM, becoming a licensed dispatcher. All of those things are how I display leadership. And everything you, Lisa, and Kelly have mentioned will also be so important going forward. Our industry, and really our entire world, is still climbing out from the effects from the pandemic. And while there are lots of reasons for optimism, there are also other storm clouds building on the horizon. Francia, how can you and others best display leadership in this uncertain environment? What I can do from my role is to make sure that we remain positive and I keep everyone focused on the same goal, which is planning a successful trip. So it doesn't matter how many vaccinations you need or how many apps you need to download, whatever information that our passengers need to know in order to get to their destination, 
I believe my goal is to make sure that they have the information and that we stay focused. The last thing that you want is someone in a leadership position to have a meltdown. So what I have tried to do is remain positive and keep focused on the goal. Kelly, what about you? Well, during the pandemic, our team did do a lot of international travel. And I realized that every day was a new day. And regardless of how long we'd been in the industry, that things were changing and it was so important to check and recheck and not assume anything. So I reached out to vendors and other support team members and asked them to help us not miss something, to treat us like we were new, to not assume we knew anything. And then in turn, after we would fly our trips and we would come back, we shared all of our information throughout the industry with other colleagues in my network. And we really tried to collaborate so that we as an industry could be successful together. I think it's important to remember that and that we, as all of these environments were changing, we stay on top that we would help each other do that. Lisa, how have you been able to lead during these interesting times? Retooling the tool belt, really taking a look at the macro environment and understanding how that's impacting our people, right? And again, safety culture, safety culture, safety culture is about people and focusing now more so than ever on wellness and emotional well-being across our team, uh, being considerate and proactive and recognizing what our humans need amongst the heaviness of COVID war, uncertainty, the economy, and really raising the flag and saying, it's okay not to be okay. That's human. And uh, that's everything that goes into being fit for duty is being able to throw that flag when you're not and having the team come in and support you because we're all going to be there. And and I think more so than ever, that's where leadership comes into play in today's environment. How else can schedulers and dispatchers display leadership, Lisa, perhaps even outside their specific job roles? I think that there's so many opportunities to balance our desires, our what we're passionate about in, in addition to aviation. And I think the area that I find most appealing is, is community outreach and volunteering for nonprofit organizations, whether that's at a school, whether that's faith-based, but there's so many leadership roles and volunteer roles that I learned so much. I learned so many skills ways of doing things that are different than how we approach things in aviation. And I bring those things back and I apply it to my work role here and vice versa. So I'm all for philanthropic endeavors and that balance of aviation and, and learning from other things. What advice would you share with other schedulers and dispatchers, Francia? I agree with everything that Lisa just stated. Find your passion. Get involved in other organizations and committees that you are passionate about. Take on a leadership position. You can build your leadership skills and use the skills that you have and develop them. Those things transfer, as Lisa said, back to your current position. Those are things that you can put on your resume Anything that you can do to build your skill set, to network, to increase your knowledge, 
And again, it doesn't have to be in aviation. Of course, in aviation, you can get involved in the at the S&D conference. You can get involved in a local aviation group. Or how about create your own schedulers and dispatchers informal group? Get together for lunch once a quarter. Network with each other. Share ideas. Think outside of your desk. And think of ways that you can increase your skills and knowledge. Kelly? First of all, I want everyone to continue to do their very best in the current role. As Lisa mentioned earlier, it's a noble profession. And Francia said, you know, it's the heartbeat of the organization. You're not merely a keeper of a calendar. You have so much more responsibility and you have an opportunity to influence the rest of your team. I think it's important to keep learning, stay curious, be involved, expand your network. And for those business leaders, I think you should give plenty of attention and time for your scheduler dispatcher to develop and to become even more knowledgeable in their business. And I just want to say that this is such a great group of people and a great career path. You're also part of the workforce retention and attraction to a flight department as a department with a very strong scheduler dispatcher in place is one that will be very successful. So celebrate that. And I appreciate, as do Lisa and Francia, we appreciate all that you continue to do for business aviation. You can learn more about the NBAA Schedulers and Dispatchers Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award by visiting nba.org awards. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or a connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. <laughs>